Pushes Board Game Things. I'm Andy Bush. Welcome to Board Game Thing, the weekly games podcast. As much about the conversations that the games spark as the games themselves, powered by the brilliant people at Zatu Games. Uh, we are here in our uh, exclusive brand new little board game bunker at the back of Drafts uh, Board Game Cafe in Hackney. I am joined, as ever, uh, by the brilliant Louise and by the brilliant Brian. Well, well, well why does she get billing over me now? <laughs> That's changed from last week. I used to, used to be you, then me, then... Sorry, what's your name again? Stuff's changed, Brian. <laughs> Louise. Stuff has changed. So why am I now third? We've had a little I chat. To, I want you to announce us together. Well, if that's like, possible. Like you have on a movie. Sometimes yeah, you have exactly. Rebels, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. The different uh, names on movies and stuff like that. How's everybody's weeks been? Brian, let's start with you. What have you been doing? I've been, uh, I've been doing the most manly thing a man can do, and that's getting a chainsaw and chopping down a tree and being terrified the entire time <laughs> I'm doing it that I'm going to do that thing where you sort of take a big chunk out of your thigh and then you bleed out and no one comes to help like, you. Like the first 10 minutes of uh, Casualty, the TV show. It, that's exactly uh, what it is. And my wife took a picture of me up the tree and it was a Saturday and she goes, this is like the first scene of Casualty. Uh, Louise, what have you been doing this week? Well, it's going to be Halloween soon. And like I told you guys last Sorry, week... glossary. Do you want to put in the Halloween? Hol- Halloween. Halloween. What would you call it? Halloween. Halloween. Oh, for God's sake. So basically, it's Halloween in a couple of weeks. And as I said last week, I've gotten into sort of basic, like... Hobbies again, so reading, um, reading painting by walking, numbers. Breathing. <laughs> you paid someone to try and teach you how to run. Eating. I remember that. <laughs> Come on, that's actually a good Existing. one. Existing. Hang on a second, stop that. So basically, I'm now into decorating around the holidays. So like last year got really into Christmas decorating. And this year... I want original things because no one else does no, that. No one else does decorating you, at but Christmas. But you know me years. I wasn't like this. I couldn't have given a crap about stuff like that a few years ago. No, you, you weren't very festive last time I remember. I was. You weren't? No, I wasn't at right. all. Like I couldn't have given two dams. So this year, something has changed during the pandemic. I'm finding, you know, hope in small joys. Okay. And so I've decided to decorate around all the major holidays. Christmas offs, but obviously it's, it's Halloween soon. What other so holidays I, are you going to be decorating? Easter... Um, well, no, nothing for Easter. I, I will do a little sort of nest with <laughs> eggs in it. St. Patrick's Day. What do you mean? Bush is like... Really, I like will nice... do I will do a nest with eggs in it. No, but nothing else. I would, that's all I'll do. That's as far as I'll yeah, go. I'm, yeah. That's it, though. And it'll be on the kitchen table and it'll be lovely. Anyway, I ordered... I kind of went a bit OTT. I ordered 70 bats on Amazon. So these like flat pack bats, okay? Yeah, and I spent an entire afternoon folding their wings to make them look in flight. And then I stuck them to the wall. The with sticky, you know, whatever that stuff is. Blue tack. To the No, 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 no. Like the thing that you peel back the, the paper and then you stick it on. Double-sided sticky tape. Exactly. And I created a light installation. So I got a special spotlight for underneath them and it looks deadly on the wall. So I have a picture. I am going to put it on our Instagram so you can see it. At Board Game Thing. At Board Game Thing. I'm very proud of it. I call them my bat babies and <laughs> I'm all over it. <laughs> Bush's Board Game Thing. This week's episode of Board Game Thing is all about ghosts and ghost games. Do we believe, are we believers in ghosts and that there's life out there, Brian? What's Um, your view on ghosts? Before I give you my answer, I'm going to do an Inception thing and I'm going to predict whether or not Louise believes in ghosts. And she, I bet you she, we've not talked about this already, by the way. You can all confirm that, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fair. I, I believe she 100% believes in ghosts because she strikes me as that sort of Reiki crystal person. Crystals. Are you into Reiki crystals, ghosts, or anything like well, that? Well, do you not remember what you bought me for Christmas five years ago? 
Oh, yes. It was, uh, what was it again? Because uh... you said, I spent ages at this shop looking for the, you bought me tarot cards. I did, I did, I did. And I love them. Yeah. I've spent so much time looking Called at it. them. Called it. Uh, yeah, I, do, I definitely believe in ghosts. I just think we're too ignorant if we think that we're the only ones here. Uh, Brian, do you believe in ghosts or not? Have no. you ever seen a ghost? No, because they don't exist. No you one's you seen live in ghost. quite an old house in Lincoln. I thought it'd be like haunted. We so tell them, uh, I'll tell you what, I don't believe in ghosts, but we tell the kids that uh, there's ghosts in the house so they don't get out of bed at night. <laughs> if you have a ghost story and you've seen ghosts, because yeah. we're, we're near Halloween, please get in touch. We want to hear your ghost stories Ooh. on our Instagram. I'm just doing a bit of, that is good background Ooh. spirit noise for it. At board, day, board Game Thing to get involved right now. Speaking of ghosts... We played a ghost game. We played a spiritual game this week called Mysterium. Uh, let's have a go at trying to explain what the hell was going on. We, we, we kind of bungle it quite badly, as you're about to hear. Uh, but one of you, well, Brian, in this case, you, you would pass on to I, the other side. I get to be, as we talk about in, in the uh, gameplay clip, that I get to be the antagonist, not the protagonist. That's my role in this podcast. I like being the ghost. I like being the shark. Pain in the I ice. like being the person you've got to hunt down. And that's my role. And Louise, I see you wind it up. And you can't have it, all right? Mm -hmm. um, it's a game where we do cooperative stuff, and I was the ghost, and you two are a pair of clairvoyants. And yeah. obviously, there's more than obviously more than three people can play. And the idea is, I even though I do speak throughout the game, annoyingly, <laughs> I'm not supposed to speak. Just like a chatty ghost. <laughs> all right, guys, how you doing? How's yeah, your right. day? Yeah, come yeah, on, do you want, do just, want a drink for the bar? Can't hear myself. Think, mate. Can we just get um, in the door? But I don't. I don't reveal anything about what what I'm what I'm seeing. Um, and you have to club together, and I and I give you various clues uh -huh. on. Who got murdered? Where it took place? You know the crime that was committed. And there's, there's, there's a few murders on the go because, like, we're all looking for you know location, murder weapon, and person as well. So it's almost like you're like a switchboard for a load of other spirits, aren't you? Yeah, I sort of felt like you threw me in the deep end with this. It was it was quite. A, this quite was a tough one. the second one I've played in twenty years, what? and I found it incredibly complex. You'll hear that right now. Here's what happened when we played Mysterium at Drafts Waterloo. God decided who's going to be the ghost. Well, obviously, I'll be the ghost. Sorry, Lou, you're, you're new to this. You're only like two shows um, in. It's Louise. I'm going to call you Lou. Yeah. I hope you don't mind that. No, no, you don't so know So, Lou, <laughs> two, two weeks in, um, just to let you know, like, it's my thing. I get to choose what I want to be. So, I like to be the, the antagonist, not the protagonist. Right. So, I will be the ghost. Thanks very much. Let's, let's just, for argument's sake, what kind of haunting would you do? If you were a ghost, what's your haunting style? I am first. your atypical sexy haunter. So, pulling off the bed sheets, a little bit of a breeze as you go for the shower. Yeah. Uh, you look out the window, there's a man with his eyes looking through, that, that sort of thing. You're creepy, sexy ghost. That's okay. me. Louise, what kind of haunting would you do? I don't want to speak for you, but you would be one of the ghosts that bangs like the pots and pans. Pots and pans. Pots and pans. Are you both of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, well, if you both have settled on that, I feel like that's the funny ghost where they do. I sort of wanted to be like a Britney Spears type ghost, just going around like singing Britney Spears songs. That's a category. You got the categories of ghosts there. No, it's just, just a ghost. There's no even in the world of the paranormal. I don't think there's classification of Britain Spears type ghosts. Well, it's how I feel. Really interesting to get an insight into Louise's mind as to what her idea of ghosts are like. For me, pass through ghosts. You know, those ghosts just pass through you really dead quick in a hallway. The one where you like get the shivers. Yeah, yeah. That's you. That would be you. Shivers, bit of ectoplasm on the back of your trousers. <laughs> Andy's busy explaining the rules to Louise. Um, I'm just going to take time to sort of hone my, my ghost character. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. Is that more sexy ghost? Is that sexy ghost? Oh, it sounds a bit like an owl. Ooh. Chilling and arousing. Hi, 
So Andy and Louise are clairvoyants. We need to give you guys clairvoyant names. I'll be called, uh, uh, can I be a male, uh, maybe with a streak of white through my hair? I'll be Nigel Sinclair. I'm going to be Psychic Sue. Psychic Sue. Psychic Sue. Quite excited about this game. It's, it looks brilliant. Cards look amazing. But because and, Andy and uh, what's your name again? Lu- Louise, is it? Psychic Sue. Um, are um, setting up across from me. She's reading the instructions to Andy. It's like I don't know if you guys know, but you know rally drivers when you get the person in the driver's seat go left turn five, left turn four, coming up for a hard left, hard left, hard left, hard left. Hard left straight, straight, straight. How are you guys doing over there? We're doing a good job here. We're doing a good job. Yeah, I'm really, really quickly, so I'm impressed with how Andy's kind of laying out all the cards. It's really hard to understand. You're really good at reading the instructions. Oh my God, thank you. Oh, psychics, come to my heart and I will tell you my tale. Uh, we've just turned up at this big hall right now. Brian's a ghost, big sexy ghost, got to communicate with us. You're now going to give us visions so that we are pushed towards solving... The, 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 the bad things that happened in the house. What kind of visions are you going to send us, Brian? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. S- sexy visions? Well, hang on, I've got cards that I give you, haven't I? Well, right, give, us, okay, give us a couple of cards. Oh, Louise, what's the vision? Okay, so we're talking flying carpet, genie potentially in, the bo- in a genie in a bottle, is that what you call that, yes? Oh, hang on, so, hang on, I thought you said that you were a Britney Spears aficionado, now you've quoted Christina Aguilera, I see what you did there, I see what you did there. <laughs> I would just like to point out, I did well last week in the spy game, this is wildly intimidating in comparison. Maybe Brian's telling you to go up high, I mean one of the, one of the rooms in front of us is the attic, maybe the ghost spirit, well, what's your name the spirit by the way, what are you called? Steve, <laughs> I know this is going to sound like a terrible, terrible, terrible like piece of like stand-up comedy that someone tries out. Like, hey guys, what's the deal with this? But why is it that ghosts are always from like me all the time? Why That's why I wanted why, to be Britney. Why don't ghosts have like iPhones? Yeah, yeah why do they always ghosts. have like ancient lanterns or riding on a horse? Well, this workshop now. How, how did you die, Steve? I was looking at my iPhone and I wasn't paying attention and I got run over by a Tesla. Oh, yeah, got, yeah bang up today. Because they don't make much noise. That's a good point, bang up today. Oh, God. I don't know how clearer. I don't know how clearer I can make it. I've given you my vision card. I'm a ghost. I can't tell you stuff. Just explain, as a ghost, as a, just base level haunting here, what you were trying to explain to people, because that just looks like a vampire at an altar. Okay, fair enough. It's a vampire who's getting out of his coffin and he's yawning and there's the moon in the background. Do you not get it from that? No, no, do you not understand what I'm trying to tell you? I, I feel on behalf of myself and something too. This is a poor, this is a poor wanting. I feel there should be a ghost ombudsman that we can complain to at least. It's not getting the right vibes for you here. This is ridiculous. But what I'm saying is I can't tell you what's happened. I have to give you mysterious signals. That's what ghosts do. Ghosts signals are terrible. Terrible They're signals. so terrible. Well, maybe you guys are terrible f***ing clairvoyants. No, we're good. We get loads of work. We've got loads of work. This is our third job this week. There was that woman that, that wanted you to find where her dead husband had left his wedding ring and you couldn't, you couldn't find it. Yeah, but she'd moved house by the time she contacted us. That's it's not an excuse, is it? So, go on. Old lady. That's it. Typewriter. It's not Cluedo, oh, mate. <laughs> so there you go. That's us. Um, we're two from two in terms of slightly screwing up games that we've played. Because was quite an angry ghost. You were an angry ghost. I, th- I think normally a ghost would be a bit more above it all. You know, raise, r- rise above it all, and and try and give you clues. I was quite an angry ghost telling you you're all idiots. 
Yeah, there was a lot of shouting going on from you, a lot of knocking about. I mean, I'd say, you know, basic poltergeistery, but Mysterium the game. Uh, it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. Lots, I would warn anyone who's going to play it, lots of bits. Yeah, oh, and give you yourself know, a good hour beforehand to, to like read up. up, set it up. Yeah, I, it was a game I wanted to come back to. I think mm. next time that we can, now we know the rules a bit better, we could sort of expand it a little bit. Uh, so overall though, uh, just to recap then, Mysterium, good game, play it again, make sure you've got a bit more time ahead of you. Uh, it's time for Brian's Board Game Fact of the oh, Week. Oh, here we go. Here and, we and go. This is going to be interesting because this could be ghost-based, and if it's ghost-based, it's going to be a good thing. Ooh, ooh. Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. I feel like last week, you didn't get into the spirit of things. I feel like last week, Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week went off on a bit of a tangent, and I don't think it was my fault. Whose fault was it? I don't think it was Andy's fault either. I think it was someone was bringing sort of bad vibes to the whole feature. So this week, Louise, can you come in with just a better attitude? Well, we'll see. Bring bring a better fact. It's a little bit like in Peep Show when he goes to Rainbow Rhythms and they were saying that his attitude is so not Rainbow Rhythms. (laughs) It was such a good scene. Be a bit more Rainbow Rhythms, Louise. Rainbow Rhythms, yeah? That's the watchword of the day. Because the reference alone, I will be more, more Rainbow Rhythms. Okay, just, I'll start off with a quick one. Go on. um, Greeks believed that um, uh, ginger people were vampires. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sorry, not Greeks. I mean Greeks, but ancient Greeks. Well, just not, Greeks. not people in Athens now hunting down ginger people. Just, um, if you're ginger and you go into Greece on holiday, just, just watch get, get some advice. That's all they, be- they believed that because uh, they were so um, uh, ginger, ginger, and couldn't deal with the sun, yeah. that they were vampires. That's, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, makes sense. There's, there's method behind the madness there. And they, they, I mean, they got a lot of stuff right, didn't they, ancient Greeks? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's your first, spook, that's your first spooky okay. fact of the week. Your second yeah. spooky fact Ooh. of the week. Ooh. Ooh. Are you familiar with the... Is there a Halloween board game, as in Halloween, the John Carpenter film? There there is, I think there, there is. must be, there must be. I think there is. Um, are you familiar with Halloween? I know you don't sort of read books or do any sort of I do now, I do now, I do now. watch any films? Or... No, I, no, I do watch films and I do read books now. I'm well into them now. Fine. Are you familiar with the film Halloween? Um, the horror film Halloween. Is it, ju- is it the Michael one... Michael Myers. Is it the one that just got re-released? I mean, it gets re-released every place. Oh, Halloween. does it? Yeah, they do. But does it just Halloween. get re-released with the cast who were back in it in, back no, in the day? No, there's, there's various incarnations. There was there was one. I think I'm pretty sure there was a Halloween in space. We all, we all, now we've got to the bottom of who yeah. Michael Myers is. Everyone at home knows who Michael Myers is, right? You look at the face. How do you think they came up with that face? What is it? I bet it's someone who was scalped, except not yep. their hair came off. They yep. pulled someone's face off, yep. and that's what the inspiration was. It was a very low budget film. They were running behind schedule. They're like, "What are we can do? What what effect are we going to give this 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 murderer?" Uh-huh. They went down to the local um, costume shop. They got a William Shatner mask, oh, and wow. they turned it inside out. Now look again at Michael Myers, and you will see there is a re- resemblance to William Shatner. It's a William Shatner Star Trek mask turned inside out. No. That's, That's great. I, I mean, and this is weird because Shatner went into space uh, Only last, week. last week. Yeah. Only last week. Hopefully Oldest man ever in space at 90. Wow, I bet his face went a bit like that when he was coming <laughs> yeah. out again. So there you go. That's not, that's not a bad fact. It's not bad. Finish it's off, finish off. Uh, this is to do with uh, Louise and your home country of Ireland. Oh, God, okay. You, do you know why the reason that trick-or-treating now exists in the form it does? What, in terms of knocking on the door and... Knocking on the doors and being groups of you going around with chaperones and stuff like that. Uh Because Halloween only really got big when um, the Irish diaspora came over from from Ireland 
Of which I'm, I'm an Irish citizen, by the way. I've mentioned that before. Um, went to Ireland, but it was all about pranks and trick-or-treating and just being generally rambunctious. I don't get it. So it's when Irish people came to the UK? No, to, to America. Oh, to America. To, I, I got, don't I forget, we never really had... Halloween, did we? No, till no, about, no, no. Till about very, 10, years, <clears throat> 10 years ago. The Americans American had it, but the Americans got it from the Irish, because the Irish... Oh, like a ce- pagan. We had a sort of... Yeah, okay, it okay. was celebrated quite a lot, and they brought a lot of the traditions over when they immigrated to Ireland. But Can I was, stop you there for one second? Yeah? Hasn't he explained this so badly? It's quite a bad explanation. Well, I know, he but I'm, do you know what so it is? Badly. Do you know what it is? I'm looking at Andy, and he's doing everything that's correct. He's looking at me, he's nodding, he's giving me positive reinforcement. I look over to you, and it's like, you know when you look, you look at your, your dog's face? <laughs> not the, I'm not saying that you, you know what I mean. But when, when a dog is just like, I've got no idea what you're saying. I've, no, no, no. I'm, it's just, just I'm looking at you, but it, I've just, my eyes are blank. You two major points. You didn't say where the Irish were going. Oh, everyone knows they went to America. They where else? They didn't go to Italy, did they? We came here. Not really. Not I've, back I've been then. On holiday, a few places. It normally is at least one Irish person there. So <laughs> anyway, we're everywhere. And so when they went over there, they they uh, did all the trick or treating. But it was very prank based, and they would like egg houses and stuff. And so the American, the posh Americans, at the time said, "No, no, no. What you need to do is," and they they made it so they would go around as a group together to tame the Irish. Tame the Irish. Tame the Irish. Trick or treating. There you go. Did you learn something? That's a good it's one. Good, it's good good no, it's she's look at that face. I nodded. Uh, Thanks Louise. for the nod. Louise, uh, in terms of Halloween and ghosts and all that kind of thing, would you do a Ouija board? Well, the thing is, I do go to mediums regularly enough. And when I say regularly, I mean like once every two years. Wow. So by medium then, what's what's that? Do you ever go to small or larges? Good Lord. So a medium essentially is a person who claims that they can speak to Ghosts, which like you don't Whoopi believe Go- in. Like Whoopi Goldberg. Or, so my, I, or my dad. Yeah. In so, <laughs> what, what I think you're, the, the word you should be using is charlatan, because they, they can't speak to ghosts because ghosts okay, don't so exist. I, so I went to a medium. Okay, this is a, you're going to laugh at this bit. I went yes, to them on FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime the medium? Yeah. So I FaceTime. the same guy that taught you to uh, run. So this is a woman, right? Okay. This is a woman in, in you know, a, a very real part of Dublin, we'll say. And she looks at your picture and you don't give her any information, like none. Right. And Does she know your name though? No. So I gave her like a, 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 a not a fake name, but I just, yeah, she, 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 she. Baloo's yeah. baloney. <laughs> oh no, she's no surname or anything like that. No, nothing like that. So she can't do any research. Did you give her I just said Lou. That's it. That's all I said was Lou. Did you get in touch with her via email? No. Okay, because no, no, believe me, I tried exactly. I mean, I'm not so that thick. You sat on this phone call with her then. What happened? So I text, so I text the number, and I said, because loads of my friends have gone, and they were like, she's absolutely amazing. Okay, she just knows everything. So I text her, and she was like, yeah, I have an opening on Friday, and I'll call you at four p.m. I was like, perfect. So I had her all like up on the bedside locker. And Did she know you were going to call? By the way, no, she called me. All right, but yeah. surely you could just call her at any time, and she'd know you were going to call. Yeah. Well, she's got a life, right? Yeah. So she's the first thing she said was. Okay, so there's an older lady has just come into the room. And I'm like, right. And she's like, and I think what, she's... A, her room. In her room. So they come to her... She live in a care to home. Give, <laughs> to, to give me messages through her. So she said, an older lady has come into the room. Right. And she's um, a, mater- a, a grandmother. And I was like, whatever. Everyone has a dead grandmother. I was like, right. You know, looking really suspicious. A bit like you, when you're doing Fact of the Week. And um, she goes, but she's... And I, I was kind of thinking, which side is she on? Mum or dad's? And she was like, well, she has um, an, a daughter called Anne. And I do have an aunt called Anne. Yeah, but everyone in Ireland has an aunt called Anne. Do you surely. think? Yeah. 
And then she said something about this, a young guy who was killed in tragic circumstances, which is true. I had a friend years ago who died in a, in a motorbike accident. And then she told me some stuff that was like really true. She's like, okay, this is going to happen. And I think you need to like do that. I can't give too much information away. Did she away. predict anything that was, was about to happen that did yeah, happen? And that wasn't vague. Well, the same woman... Kind of how like you're being quite vague The now. same woman told my friend after she'd had a really bad breakup that she was going to f- fall in love with a guy and his name was Adam. And like two weeks later, she got into a relationship with a guy called Adam. Wow. And does she do lottery numbers know. or anything like that? She... I don't think they do that because why wouldn't she have done them for herself? By I now? think your friend probably misremembered and came up with the name Adam afterwards. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not like, I just think... I, I just am so fascinated by like having any sort of communication with you with Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil. I mean, that's what Mysterium was all about. I know. Communicating Beyond right the Veil. Right up my alley. Uh, if there are, in terms of other games that I could recommend uh, that are about the paranormal, the spirits, ghosts, uh, here are a few. Paranormal Detectives, very, very good. Ghost Stories, it's been around for donkey's years. In fact, in our little board game bunker room, it's just there. It's a brilliant solo game as well. Uh, Coded Chronicles, Scooby-Doo, Escape from the Haunted Mansion. That's a good one too. And uh, an old classic that's been around for a long time as well, Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Uh, that's another good one. You can get all of those from Zatu's website right now. Um, one other thing, I mean, I mentioned this at the beginning, it's got nothing to do with ghosts, but it's just something that's been going on this week that I just thought, let's park the ghost thing for just a second and freak any of our listeners out. Um, I've been having quite a big disagreement with my other half, Katie, this week about cleaning your teeth in the shower. Oh my gosh, I have the same fight with my partner. Do you? I don't do it and he does do it. I do do it. I think cleaning your teeth in the shower is actually the best way of doing your teeth. Mm. Brian? I don't, this is, the minute you said it, I don't know where I stand on this. I genuinely don't know where I stand. Electric toothbrush in the shower, it washes it all away. Perfect time to do it. Look, you know, the thing is, I've thought about this in-depthly because don't get me started on floss, but... My partner, when he's very, has to do a very early shift, he'll brush his teeth in the shower. And yeah. I think there's going to be residue of paste and your mouth bacteria in the shower that I'll be stepping on in three hours' time. Uh, I mean, we talked a lot about ghosts, but uh, obviously the, the, there's, there's fighting going on in our, in our house. If you have a view on this, I'll put it up on, on Instagram, at BoardGameThink. Uh, your views on not just cleaning your teeth in, in the shower, but any other unusual stuff that goes on in the bathroom. I think we'll open that one out for people as well. Right, it's time. This is my favourite part of the show, Andy. This is time for... Um, did, now, does Louise owe us an extra one for the one she didn't do last week? How does it work we are, with we invoicing are, or whatever? I feel like we're in lieu of... Uh, yeah, yes. Of but I'll tell you what, we'll let you off if this, this, if this one's good. It's called... The feature's called The Backstory. Uh, Louise has taken on the mantle of this because, let's face it, she doesn't do much else in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's too much. Sorry, that's a bit... Sorry, I apologise. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a feature where we find a character from either the front of a board game on the on the cover from a classic board game, or one of the you know the pieces in the board game. Something to do with the board game, and we give it a uh, or Louise rather gives it a a fictional backstory. Well, if you think about it, as we sit right now uh, here in uh, Drafts Hackney in our little board game bunker. Uh, Louise is sat in front of a load of board games that are on the wall. There's the, you know, you could do backstory to why is the why are the aliens in Nemesis so angry? What's what's with the headpiece yeah. on the cosmic encounter alien? And it was due to kick off last week, but yeah. uh, Louise misunderstood the assignment. Well, I told and it thought was it was a real stories. thing. So she was trying to research <laughs> the Actual. two the two hands on the front cover of Simon. <laughs> She's trying I'd to find out who they search. were, as if that was a thing she could find out. And she came back, she was like, guys, I can't find anything about them. I'd, I'd love to see that as a Google search. Just, just to get her search history of how she tried to find out who those Simon were. Hans. Simon <laughs> yeah. Hans. Simon Hans. Backstory. Hans Simon. 
Simon so, Hans backstory. Louise, which uh, which board game are you going to be providing? Well, with? let's just do the Hands of Simon because we've spoken about it so much at this so, point. So yeah, we've all seen all the right. iconic picture. Do you remember Simon? The bo- front of the board game was was uh, Simon. It was the Simon it, Says. No, it's the remember the electronic game Simon, where it was. Uh, if you look at the picture, do you remember? Oh, right, that is kind and of. It, Simon it was like says, a precursor to I would say Bop It. Any millennials out there listening, you ever played Bop It? No. It's where you have to do a series of things. So basically, Simon would be a game where it would go red, green, blue, yellow. And you'd have to to follow, do those things. But the more you would go on, the harder it would get and the faster it would get. Until you try and stay on as long as you could. But the front cover had a lovely manicured female hand and a lovely manicured male hand. And Louise is going to do the backstory of that. So, Louise, let's It's definitely out. one of the weirdest things I've ever done, okay? Louise, tell us a story you've written about two people's hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he's stroking his face as he says that as well. Okay, <clears throat> this is their story. In the days before internet dating, people used to go to agencies where they would record a video of themselves telling other potential dates what sort of person they were looking for. I think they still do that in Thailand, don't they, for like... Yeah. Which is how Sid and Monique first met. So, Very. Sid and Monique are the two hands, how right? How lovely oh, wow. a name is Monique, yeah. Oh, she's got a lovely pink pedicure. Sorry, she's got a lovely pink manicure. She's got quite large hands, though, Millie, isn't she? She's got. Maybe it's the same hands. What you reckon they've reached around? Yeah, that's amazing. They they did. They couldn't afford two models. Okay. I mentioned that's the backstory. It's a split personality guy, half. One half. You know when someone dresses one half as a woman. Oh yeah, like Victor Victoria. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they turn, they flip when they chat. That's it. That's the whole story. Right, crack on, crack on. Oh God, okay. Which is how Sid and Monique first met. They both had a love of people who have good-looking hands. Ah. And boy, do they have great hands. Sid's are strong-looking yet soft. Monique's are graceful and swan-like. Strong-looking but what? What do you mean? Strong-looking yet soft. 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 Yeah. Let's put that down on the... Glossary, yeah, soft. Soft, soft, soft. I'm going to crack on. So anyway, first date, they were told to meet up in an abandoned warehouse. Anyone listening out there, if you're on Tinder and somebody suggests an abandoned warehouse, don't go. It was the 80s. There was a lot of abandoned warehouses. They hadn't regenerated. They hadn't done gentrification of warehouse districts. <laughs> so, yeah. The Albert Docks in the 80s. And the- yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fair, warehouses are a great place to live now. Yeah, Converted yeah. warehouses, yeah. Um, which they thought was a bit strange, but hey, it's the 80s. They find a table for two set up and then they proceed to have the best first date in history. Oh, it's lovely. And are both convinced they are the love of each other there's lives. Is there any hand play at this moment? Are they touching each other's hands? Only under the, table. under the table. <clears throat> Is this hand fetish fiction that we're getting involved with? Could you say hand again for please? Hand. Hand. Okay, and they proceed to have the best first date in history. And they're convinced that they are the love of each other's lives. As they finish their meals, all of a sudden, they hear the laughter of a madman and the sound of clapping hands. It is hands fetish. It is. Okay, it is. Yes. Hands hand here, hands fiction. there. And this is the last anyone ever sees or hears from Sid and Monique. It turns out the dating agency was a front for a mad genius who invented games and he wanted a pair of hands to use for the picture of the box of his newest creation, the game we know today as Simon. Simon, Sid, Monique, Sai, Mun. <gasps> oh my God, it's Simon and, and Monique's hands. Yes, that's so he, so... T- he chopped their hands off and he could have just rung up a hand agency, really. And just book two people. It seems like an elaborate way to. I always thought that game was such a lovely, you know, carefree yeah. child. So if you game. pan, if you pan back of the cover of Simon, there would be two detached, detached hands. hands. This is very apt for a, a, a um, Halloween Halloween episode. Do sleep well, don't have nightmares. What a fantastic! That's a great backstory for Thank Louise you. on the backstory side of things. And I, I don't think anything's going to be the same again after that. 
Uh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll post the, the picture. Of the, Simon. Of Simon, the iconic front of the box. And the bats. And the bats. Don't worry about that. <laughs> At Board Game Thing. Uh, let's just wrap up then with our uh, weekly Board Game Thing 2000 NASDAQ FTSE 100 uh, stock exchange style uh, game system tracker. So you can keep an eye on uh, what games are on the up and what games are on the way down. Do you want to put the brill cream in? Put the brill cream in. Uh, you guys got braces on? You ready for I'm this? I'm just going to shout things like, greed is good. Uh, buy, buy low, buy. sell high. Sell, sell. Louise, can you do some background AT stuff? I don't know if that's my gig, to be honest. Okay. It's just another, another feature you just ruined. It's a another feature. <laughs> so, uh, this is a mix of uh, up-to-the-minute board game industry, Intel, and the Zatu Games Top 20. Uh, we have to say a big well done to Arkham Horror. Where's Arkham Horror in this little bunker here? That's Eldritch Horror, but Arkham Horror is up there on one of those shelves. Uh, that card game uh, is still in the hotness on Board Game Geek. It's, about, it's had about a thousand expansions. It can, keeps on evolving, and there's a brilliant uh, HP Lovecraft-esque game if you want to do some horror gaming over Essentially, Halloween. it's the Fast and Furious of board games. There's lots of iterations of it, and it just keeps getting stronger and stronger. Just keeps moving on. Still in the hotness on board game thing. Uh, in Zatu's top 20 at the moment, uh, and this is nothing to do with Halloween, there's a late entry at number 10, uh, on the way up, so it's worth backing this, Ticket to Ride, uh, Europe. And it's slightly poignant with all the, the trouble that we've had over the past couple of weeks in the UK in terms of getting in and out of Europe. and Other quick things in the uh, the board game stock exchange, Micro Macro, a detective game uh, recommended by Davey Zatu of Zatu Games, the main man. Himself, yeah. He loves that game. We're going to play it very, very soon. That's at number nine. Uh, and, of course, we mentioned it in the game recommendations from earlier on. Uh, put some big money on scary games because, obviously, Halloween, as Louise mentioned earlier on, getting more and more popular. And she's making bats in her own, in her own lounge. Uh, get yourself Betrayal at the House on the Hill, a great haunted game where one of you guys is the traitor as well. That is this week's Board Game Thing 2000 NASDAQ FTSE 100. That's another episode of Board Game Thing uh, in the can. Any other final comments before we wrap this episode up, guys? Just can't wait to get home to my bat babies. Unbelievable. I've got a recommendation for anyone who wants to watch something scary for Halloween. Go on. Um, there's a guy called Mike Flanagan, right? And he makes all scary series. If you've got Netflix, he made um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, The Haunting of Hill House, which sounds the same thing. What he does, he uses the same cast, but with different stories. And is, is it like proper scary ghost stories? Oh my God, it's the scariest thing. And he's also done Midnight Mass, which is on Netflix right now as well. And they're three, um, the best horror series I've ever seen. See, I was going to mention earlier on, I'm a huge fan of, just good old-fashioned ghost stories. M.R. James yep. is my favourite yep. ghost story writer. Yep, very much, very much of that ilk. But, like, what annoys me about M.R. James stuff is, like, uh, it's old-fashioned posh toffs having kind of, like, ghosts in cathedrals. This seems a bit more modern, is it? Yeah, he's it? made it. It's all American stuff, so it's, it's very, 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 very good. I can recommend it highly if you want a Halloween scare. Oh, that'd be lovely. Well, I'm going to go and do that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Check out all the games we've been talking about on Zatu's website. And... Uh, keep an eye on our socials at Board Game Thing so much to unpack there whether it's uh, uh, the picture of a naked Brian that Louise has been coloured in or her bats or anything else or even the safe we've been climbing into on a weekly basis here at our little bunker in uh, Drafts Hackney we will see you in the next episode of Bush's Board Game Thing Thank you.